0: Hi, and welcome to Quirk and Circumstance, a podcast about living a life outside the box, even when you spend a majority of your time in a cubicle or within the boundaries of a role, like professional, student, parent, or partner. I'm your host, Kat, and in this episode called Color Me Grown Up, my friend Marguerite and I commit to coloring for 15 minutes a day for two weeks. Now, Marguerite is a fabulous soul. She grew up in Austin, Texas, and then moved to Washington State and has lived in Honolulu, Hawaii, for the past 10 years. She's a retired pastry chef and certified chocolatier, and she's currently an office manager for a state senator. Hope you enjoy this conversation. All right, so thank you so much for being a part of my, my two-week life experiment.
1: <laughs> it's my pleasure.
0: Um, and I loved that when I brought up the idea to you, you were already like fully on the adult coloring train. And you've been doing adult coloring for a while. Well,
1: I, um, you know, normally I, I paint, but um sometimes I don't feel like getting out the paints and, you know, it's, it's much more of a, so much more humbug. You have all of the paints and the water, and then you have the cleanup and you got to wait for things to dry in between painting. And so coloring is, a little more streamlined, it's less cleanup, you don't have to wait and it's a little more mindless. if that makes sense?
0: Yeah, I think it does make sense and it's interesting you're saying mindless because i I I you know did a little bit of reading before a conversation and the word that kept coming up was like mindfulness hmm. which is so much about like being focused and intentional in the moment on what you're doing, but I can see how it's both. you know what I mean like I can yeah. see how. You can just be focused on filling in a couple of, you know, a couple of boxes with some colors or, you know, filling in some sections in a picture with some colors. And in a way, you're really paying attention to what you're doing. And yet it's also taking you. I think the mindlessness is maybe like it's taking you out of whatever kind of thing you could be tripping about.
1: Exactly. Um, So when I when I do my coloring, I um, most of it is patterns. And so, you know, I look for the, the patterns that are similar and then I color all of those in and then, you know, and, and go from there. So it's, I don't know, it's good for my OCD, I guess.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, and so it's interesting. For some reason, I did not know that you painted. Like, I, I don't, didn't know that that was something that you you did for fun.
1: I don't tell many people that.
0: Oh, so I'm getting insider knowledge right now. <laughs> I'm getting, like, good good friends knowledge right now. Am I moving closer in the circles of friendship?
1: Of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay. So did you, I mean, were you much of a painter or did you color much or make much art as a kid growing
1: up? Um, well, I always painted as a kid. My grandpa would paint with me and my sister. We would actually watch Bob Ross. Cause he was on the um, Florida Um whatever channels for I can't think of what it's called but the um you, you know the cable channels
0: yeah, yeah yeah like uh like public broadcasting
1: exactly right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so he was on the public broadcasting in Florida and so we used to always watch them and then we would you know paint and and whatever so I always had that in my in my background and as I got older I moved from watercolor to acrylic and um And I I still enjoy it. It's certainly fun, but, you know, it it is a little more time consuming than than just sitting down and coloring, especially with a coloring book, because when you paint, you're coming up with your own thing. You know, it's it's a little more from scratch and coloring. That's I think that's why I think it's more mindless, because I don't have to come up with what I'm going to paint. I'm just filling in the blanks.
0: Totally, totally. I have so many thoughts. First, Bob Ross. Can we just talk about Bob Ross for a second? I recently rediscovered him on Netflix. Did you know they have seasons of Bob Ross painting? Yes, on
1: Netflix? yes, girl, yes. <laughs> so
0: good.
1: Yes, so I love good. him.
0: He's amazing. His hair is amazing. His, his hair, paintings are so good. Uh, so how good.
1: much he loves his little tiny squirrels. Let's be real. Like that is the Shouldn't best. We all
0: have a squirrel. I think we should. <laughs> So then, okay, so then how did you, how did you, I want to say discover adult coloring, but you can't really discover it if you've colored at different times in your life. But how did you, I don't know, decide to pick it up? How how did I make make. that
1: switch? Yeah. Yeah,
0: because a few years ago, I feel like it was a big trend, right? Everybody's like, ooh, I color now, you know? And so did it, did it pop back up for you around that time? Or were you just completely on your own path? I I was kind
1: of on my own path. Um, Yeah, I'm not
0: surprised, by the way.
1: (laughs) Um, I think it actually was when I was with my, I was visiting my sister and my little niece was there and she was coloring and um, my stepmom had made a like a plastic cover for the table that if you drew on it with these crayons was fine because you could just wipe it off and then start mm-hmm. all over again. So that's cool. It, yeah. So it kind of started with that and then I was like, oh, you know, I think I would like a coloring book just for those days when I don't feel like pulling out the paints and, and the whole thing. Cause really painting is pretty messy. Yeah. So, um, and then my mom got me some stupid, cheesy coloring book and markers and, um, cause she had heard about the trend
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I, uh, took the markers and then bought adult coloring books with cuss words, which is a little more my style.
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, so I was just going to ask you about the different the different coloring like activities that you've done since since reengaging with adult coloring. So I love the way, and you sent those to me, and I have now printed them out. I'm going to be coloring in them too. They're profanity laced, like, but also very beautiful and intricate drawings. You know, there's there's like a big turkey, and it says like his feathers, or it's a peacock, or something. It's a
1: peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So there's that one. There's like come it there's uh yeah no it's absolutely not for anyone who's prissy yes
0: but... these are adults they're adult books yes for adults <laughs> yes. Um, but what are some other what are some other types of adult coloring sort of activities and things that you have done in light like have you done mandalas do you like those or mandalas
1: um i i've done a couple of them um the markers that i have right now are actually a little too fat for the intricate of those mm-hmm. um and really I'm if I'm coloring I'm probably irritated and I kind of would rather be coloring around a cuss word anyway
0: that's just, amazing it's a really good point so you use it as like a self-soothing sort of an activity
1: yeah 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 because my mind goes so fast I'm always running you know running around in circles and so if I can just stop for a second and not think then it helps immensely
0: yeah well and so I was hoping for this challenge that we could like for the next two weeks and you're already you're already doing it for me it's a brand new activity but for the next two weeks take (laughs) like 10 to 15 minutes a day do a little coloring do a little coloring of some kind and then at the end of two weeks check in and see if some of the like, because there's these benefits in these articles, right? And these are backed by research. Like, it can be a stress reliever. It can change negative thought patterns. Coloring on a regular basis is self-soothing, as you're talking about. Mm. Um, and it can also lower symptoms of anxiety hmm. and depression symptoms, too. And I am definitely a worrier. I can get all kinds of up in my head. Yep. You know, and I try <laughs> meditation and, you know, all kinds of things. And, and those are helpful to some degree, but I've just never thought about coloring before as something to do there so what do you think about that like 10 to 15 minutes a day for the next two weeks
1: uh yeah we can do that I usually when I paint or when I when I color I I just do the whole thing so to break it up into um different days is what's going to be interesting for me I'm one of those I want once I start a project I want to finish it because if I don't finish it then I may not finish it ever
0: right yeah okay yeah. I think for me, I'll probably take just a little time at the end of the day to color and I could see myself starting something and then really wanting to finish it out. So I could do more, you know, like I could end up coloring for much longer, but the next day it's still coming back and being like, okay, I'm going to do my 10 to 15 minutes now, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. still, you know, like start another one or work on the one from last night or, you know, something, but, um, but, yeah, I'm excited to try it because it really is brand new. And I, I bought my markers a couple days ago. It was like, <laughs> hold off. Wait until you talk to Marguerite because the challenge hasn't started yet. And I, I just wanted to jump in and start and start coloring. So,
1: Well, I actually, I too was going to uh, color earlier in the week. On Tuesday I was going to color. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to wait until we have our little podcasting. Perfect.
0: And then, yes. Okay. Well, Any thoughts, tips, advice for me as I begin on my coloring journey?
1: Um, As Bob Ross says, there are no mistakes, only happy coincidences.
0: You are the best. I love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) My pleasure. And two weeks later, Marguerite and I got together again to discuss how our adult coloring life experiment went. Take a listen. Let's do this. Um, Okay. Okay, so Marguerite, thank you so much for joining me again for part of two course. of the adult coloring podcast episode Woohoo. i do remember that you um you quoted one of your favorite painters <laughs> and you may have a you may have a correction to your quote
1: i i, I do have a correction to my quote <laughs> um and now i'm blanking on the correct one again
0: <laughs> is it okay so it's bob ross
1: it's Bob Ross, and there's no accident, there's no mistakes, only happy accidents, I think is what it should be. Yes,
0: yes, I, I think so. I think so. No, Either way, I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Sorry, Bob, may you
0: rest in peace. Is Bob no longer with us?
1: He's no longer with us.
0: That's sad. That's real sad. Super sad. But you know what's happy? Bob Mm -hmm. Ross episodes that involve the squirrel in his pocket. (laughs) Yes. All the, yes. Yes. Uh, Have you, did you see the ones with the baby deer though? No. Mm -mm.
1: Yes. There's deer. There's baby deer.
0: I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to get to that. I, I, so I just looked up the Bob Ross quotes and there's definitely like, there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. So that's, that's up there. Um, (laughs) But here's one. (laughs) Wash the brush. Just beats the devil out of it. Yes. <laughs> Believe yeah, that I, you can do it because you can do it.
1: Yeah, you can do it.
0: Yeah, so I love positive. this too. Let's build a happy little happy little cloud. Let's build yeah, some happy, happy little, little trees. Cloud. And and the trees need friends. Give him yeah. a little friend here. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, so how did your your two weeks of coloring adult coloring how did it go the the pictures you sent me of your finished works were amazing and awesome <laughs> and if you don't mind those are going to go up on the, the website for the podcast
1: oh, absolutely <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. um but how did it go um it went good you know I I did find that I had a hard time keeping it to like just 20 minutes because mm-hmm. once I get started I would want to finish but I was able to kind of figure out a technique where I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to do all- everything I'm going to do in this color. I'm just going to do it now. And then that's going to be it for the day. Mm-hmm. But I noticed um, that I ended up feeling a lot more relaxed. And especially because it's such a stressful time at my job right now, for me to come home and do that, it was like, oh, I I actually feel like I I got some, I feel a little more centered. I feel like
0: I got some of my aggression out. Yeah. <laughs> doing good. So, so it was good. Yeah. I wonder if the, the aggression too, especially for the ones that have like profanity all over yes. them, if that's part yes. of it too. Cause you're like, I am beautifully coloring in this word. That's like, you know, completely offensive to most people, but I'm, I'm just doing it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yes. I, I love it. It was, it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I, about you? I really, I, I enjoyed the color, like I really enjoyed it. I definitely, it took me a few days to get my groove, you know, like the first, when I printed out the ones that you sent me, I printed them on kind of a slick paper. And so that didn't work with the markers Mm. very well. And so, you know, I had to go print some others and, um, I'll also put in the show notes for the the episode. I'll put links to some, you know, some free and interesting, you know, adult coloring resources that people could download if they wanted. Um, I, yeah, I, I looked forward to it at the end of the day. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I had this big mm-hmm. box of just, you know, they're just basic like Crayola thin markers. But, um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed figuring out like, Oh, which color do I want to use next? And Oh, I think I want this whole thing to be just shades of purple, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, or yeah, whatever. I want this whole one to just be yellows and blues. Um, yeah.
1: Or this one would blend really well with this one and this would make this pop and
0: totally. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a fun thing to do for a bit of time every day. And I too went over the 20 minutes all the time, you know, and I, I think I made it my minimum to be like 15 to 20 minutes. And then if there was more time, if I was just in the groove with it, I went with it. Um, but I, felt, I will say
1: there yeah. was a couple days I couldn't do it. I, I, yeah. I just, I, you know, I, I, Went out drinking and came home and was like, no, I'm not coordinated enough to do this.
0: No, totally. I had a couple of days when I didn't get to it too. I would say I probably got to it, I don't know, like 85% of the time.
1: Most yeah. of the days
0: I might have missed a couple of days in there. But I still feel like I, I got the benefit of it. It definitely felt kind of meditative. It felt like yeah. I was like I was relaxing in a way that's different than when I'm scrolling through my phone, you know?
1: Exactly, and but do you see what I mean by mindless now? Like you don't really, you're not really thinking. You're just
0: coloring. Yeah, yeah. I often would have the TV on in the background too. Um, of course, but I would make choices too. I would say, well, you know, like I love RuPaul's Drag Race, but that's a very visual show, so that is not a show for when I'm coloring. <laughs> No, Right. Like it's gotta be, you know, something that's more, it's either it's drama where I know what everybody looks like. All right. Like a Grey's Anatomy show would be fine. Most of the time I don't have to see it. I can just hear what's going on as I'm, you know, coloring or, you know, if it's a show that, yeah, I'm just not that, I'm just not that into seeing visually. It's fine. But, uh, but others, I, I would make a conscious choice. I'm not going to watch RuPaul's Drag Race right now. I'm going to watch something else.
1: Yeah. I, I find um, that I ter- tend to turn on documentaries because I can just listen. I don't really and glance up, you know, it's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not like you need to watch watch them.
0: I I was surprised at how um how proud I felt <laughs> <laughs> when
1: you finished it, yeah.
0: Yeah. I would I would finish one and go like, that's really good looking. And I <laughs> I don't need to put it up on the fridge or send it to anybody or do anything with it, but I just was like, that was a great choice to do all yellows and blues for that air balloon you know the hot (laughs) air balloon (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) no see but
1: that's and yeah so you have a feeling of um accomplishment and yeah being proud it's it's I love it that's Mm -hmm. why
0: I also I I did find that I I gravitated away from the super intricate designs like I liked very simple ones because when they were tiny tiny intricate then I I almost felt stressed out like constrained by the by the pattern versus something that felt more flowy or floral or maybe there was like an affirmation in the middle and I was really just coloring in the letters or something then then I felt yes more that like fluid kind of energy with it what about you I cosign
1: all over that Mm -hmm. um I I too was like this is just it's too much for me to look at I, and all the little tiny stuff, like I just, I wanted something that's broader. And especially because we were trying to keep it to like 20 minutes. I was like, this this is no way I can figure this out in, in the allotted time.
0: Yeah. I definitely feel like this is something I will want to keep doing. I probably won't do it every day, but, um, but I'm, I, you know, I have a little drawer in my nightstand, I have three drawers, you know, and each one has, has different things. And there's one drawer that has, you know, like my little, little like inspirational books. And I have like a little checklist of like fun wellness things that I'm working on and doing. And I think that my clipboard that has all of my coloring and my markers and stuff, like that's going to stay there so that I can, time, you know, good continue the coloring practice.
1: Uh, I think I'm probably going to, end up coloring more
0: than I thought I was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it's, it's probably better for the brain than the phone, which is what I default to. If I'm, if I'm listening to a show or half watching a show and then scrolling through things on my phone, it's, yeah, I just can't get to that same level of relaxation. So Agreed. I, hope, I hope that I continue to think of that as an alternative, you know, just leave I'll the remind phone plugged you. in. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. I will need it. <laughs> um, any other thoughts about coloring, adult coloring um, that's different maybe than child coloring?
1: Uh, well, no, ti- well, I mean, certainly I hope children are not coloring the same things I was coloring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know. I think there's a little bit more, um, patience and attention than when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little bit more awareness of, oh, if I color outside the lines and it's going to impact this other thing and woo, woo, woo. So
0: it's, um, I don't know.
1: I mean, but coloring is coloring.
0: Yeah. I think one, one other difference that I found between coloring as a kid, at least for me, when I was a kid and I was coloring it, it was very focused on the end product. Mm. It was very much like, oh, here's this scene, you know, kids in a park doing something and the sun is shining and the clouds are here and the house is here in the background or whatever. And yeah. And i I wanted to definitely create something beautiful at the end, and I guess I had a little of that, like oh, I'm choosing these colors together and a little bit of that pride when it was done, and it looked nice, but my goal really was to just color for the purpose of putting in a little bit of time on the activity, yeah hoping, no, I, hoping that there'd be some benefits in the end, so I thought that was that was different absolutely i I hadn't thought of it like that, but that's definitely true i mean yeah. it was it was like you know we were approaching it from this. Um, from this angle of what what are the benefits that we could possibly have from this activity? And
1: well, and it's yeah, it's definitely framed differently for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd say it's worth it. I would recommend it to people, would you? Absolutely. cosine <laughs> all over that. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, yes, so here's another question for you. I asked you to think about what's a song that's like making you feel like dancing or a song that's like giving you life. And you, um, you thought of one that felt almost inspired by the the activity itself. Did you want to talk about your yeah, song so, and why you chose it?
1: Well, so I chose wigwam by, um, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Because, um, First of all if, if I'm coloring I, I do not need to be distracted by wanting to dance <laughs> um, And there's something about this song that whenever I hear it it um, it just instantly relaxes me it, um, it, it I hate to sound corny but it, it makes me feel centered mm-hmm. um, it just I, I just love that song <laughs> So so yes yeah, so that's why I picked that song. I think
0: that's awesome. It's so good. Well, thank you again, Marguerite. I hope I can tap you for future other challenges again in the future. This has been absolutely lovely.
1: Yes, it's been awesome. Thank you so much. And
0: just let me know. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Quirk and Circumstance. The music that you're hearing for our intros and outros is by the Tartu Pop and Rock Institute. Also, if you'd like to support the show, the best thing you could do is to leave a review. Uh, You go to iTunes, leave a review there. Um, You can also visit us at quirkandcircumstance.com for show notes and any more information you'd like about the show. Thanks so much.